1: Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salicita, who's on the line. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday.
0: Happy Wednesday to you as well. God bless you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome.
1: Good morning, Sister
2: Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey.
1: Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey. <laughs>
0: Have a great
1: day. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: Good morning. My Eva. Happy
1: Wednesday, sister. Yvonne. God's got her back all the time. God bless you. Good morning. This is JC. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, JC. Happy Wednesday.
3: Good morning. It's Brother Michael.
1: Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you as well. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. It's definitely <laughs> I'm sorry, didn't catch your name. Oh, good morning, it's Destiny. Oh, good morning, Destiny. Happy Wednesday. <gasps> happy Wednesday. Oh, happy oh Wednesday. <laughs> you, have a, you have a little friend with you? <laughs> yes, that's <crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so sweet. <laughs> good morning, sweetheart. <laughs> good morning, thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Miss Gigi. Good morning, Gigi. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Danette has joined. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Danette. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire victory. This is Alicito. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valuable. Happy Wednesday. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Restorated Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for calling me out. Encourage me. All right. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling to Declare Victory. This is Valicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, it's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Leomia. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you and to you. everyone. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is dedicated to me. Good morning, dedicated to me. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Happy to be on the call. Good. Good to hear your sound. You too. Thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting?
0: Good morning, everyone. This is Kim. Happy Wednesday.
1: Good morning, Kim. Happy Wednesday to you. Okay. At this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valisita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us daily during the month of September, where our theme for the month is Disruption. All of the declarations will focus on the disruption on ourselves, others, and items that are out of the will of God and His Word. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that I declare victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spent a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at DeclareVictory.org or through PayPal at PayPal.me forward slash DeclareVictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have one prayer request, and that's from Kim Everett, and she is requesting prayer for healing from the pneumonia. So we're going to pray for complete healing in her body. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Valerie. The declaration will be brought by Jonathan. Then we'll go right into closing comments, hosted by Jonathan. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Valerie. Declaration by Jonathan, and then Closing Comments, also hosted by Jonathan. The scripture for today is found in John chapter 16, verse 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Valerie. Have a blessed day.
2: Father God, hallelujah. I'm actually Didi Dee Dee standing in the gap for my sister Valerie this morning on this Wednesday morning. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God, as we come to you this morning just asking that everyone who's listening can just take a deep breath and just position your hearts and your mind to just give god what he do and that's praise he deserves the glory he deserves the praise truth is there are times in life when god seems nowhere to be found we feel distant lost forgotten and every honest believer at some point comes to a place where instead of singing praises to him, we cry out and sing the blues. We have all cried out in the dark, God, where are you? When life comes and knocks us down and we are fighting just for our next breath, get on a prayer call five mornings a week. It's not enough. We have to press. We have to press. We have to press in, walking so close to God that every breath is in our praise is in our prayers and we believe we receive when we pray from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same just weaving jesus into every piece and every portion of our lives that is what brings us to his new strength hallelujah the joy of the lord is our strength the lord doesn't promise to answer every question he doesn't promise to explain it all but he does promise to inhabit the praises of his people as it says in psalms 22 and 3 and give strength to those who trust, who trust by just waiting on him. As it says in Isaiah 40 and 31, even when we don't understand the circumstances, we know that you are with us, God, and that you are able to make a miracle out of all of our mess. Even during the disruptions, hallelujah, we must forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing, says the Lord. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Am I making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland? Hallelujah, hallelujah, you have won the victory. Hallelujah, you've done it all for me. Not even death can hold you down. Lord, I thank you for being a risen king. Thank you for loving us so much that you blew your breath in our lungs on this Wednesday morning, September 21st. Thank you for a brand new sheet of paper, God. Thank you for giving us a chance to do better today than we did on yesterday. Lord, thank you for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for your mercy and your grace which are new each morning. Thank you for just waking us up because somebody didn't wake up. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly that we're on a prayer call, that we can hear, that we can see, we can walk and we can talk, even if we woke up with some discomfort in our bodies. Lord, we thank you for that, hallelujah. So no matter how rough this thing called life gets, you, Lord, are our refuge. You are our hiding place, our shadow safety. We can run to you and we are safe, safe in your arms. Thank you for your joy, God. Oh, magnificent God, I bless your name. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you, Father, for never leaving us. In the midst of every storm, you are going to have your way. So through the tears this morning, Lord, there's so much going on. I tap into my faith over fear, casting all anxieties on you because you are Jehovah Shalom. You are our peace. I lift up Rochelle's daughter to you, God. You know exactly what she's in need of. Let her know she can give you all of her stuff, anything she's doubting about, any child that's doubting, dealing with doubt because you said for us to be anxious for nothing. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is the highest praise. Hallelujah. You have won the victory. We are victors. We declare victory. He did it all for for us because death couldn't hold him down. He is our risen king. He is seated in majesty. Hallelujah. And as we come this morning, Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think I could thank you enough just for the gift of life. So many people are leaving here. Oh, God, your word tells us that Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's in the Lord's purpose that prevails. So God, thank you. Even when you have a a habit of interrupting what we think we need. I call out just right now on the behalf of the city of Oakland. Oh God, there's been four deaths in 24 hours. God, please disrupt the enemy's plans for more deaths, more killings, just ridiculous. Someone needs to mute their phone. We are talking about disruption. Lord, I call out Veronica to you. You know all about her. Touch her body right now. You are Jehovah Rapha. And for baby Ray, I thank you for him being okay. And I lift up Sabrina and Karjani because it's hard taking care of our babies when they don't feel good. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. I call out Rosanna to you. You know all about her for her surgery yesterday. Heal her. Heal her body, God. And for Bubbly getting a a clean bill of health, cancer-free, that's a holler and a shout. Whose report do we believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. So I thank you for our sister Bubbly. Oh, hallelujah. I thank you that we can have some good news. And happy birthday to DeMaria Dion's son. Hallelujah. We love you and we lift you up. God, I, I thank you for Josiah. He's doing so amazing in ATL and for Tanya's grandson B. That's in Louisiana. All our young people away in college and just working, doing their thing. I lift up our niece Madison in Oregon and our, our own Bryce, who who made the dean's list in Howard. Hallelujah! See, it's some things that we just want to thank you for. And I also want to thank you in advance for your supernatural favor for our own DeWanda, Miss D, as she goes into petition for grandparents' visitations for her grandkids that you will rule in her favor. Thank you, Father, in advance. We just praise you so much to thank you for, God i give you thanks unto the lord because you are good as i lift up i stand in the gap for my own children as my son armani and his entire group grand national leave out on their very first worldwide tour hallelujah god cover and keep them as they begin in dallas i give you praise and glory that who they come in contact with will know you and want to know you yet let their unique sound just touch the souls of those who just need to know that you are still god and you are still good through their music, I thank you that you continue to cover Alyssa and River as they're on a cruise and everybody that's traveling. I thank you. I lift up every marriage this morning, God. Let us remember our vows and that we made a promise to you. So I thank you for marriages. I thank you for those that are waiting. Bless those that are in the element outside, unhoused, God. Laying on the ground right now, and some of us are in warm houses, our buildings, our, our cars, or wherever we are. Lord, touch the minds of those who are just dealing with mental illness because it's real. Those that are dealing with diabetes and cancer and dementia and Alzheimer's, you know everything. Those who are just under demonic attack because that's real too. I plead the blood of Jesus right now. And Father, those people who are being um, forced to move or evicted due to just greed, it's real. It's happening so much. God, speak to the hearts and minds of mortgage companies and landlords and slum lords and anyone that's, that holds mortgages or rent overheads. I lift up anyone that's right now in the middle of a disruption. Hallelujah. Lord, help them to just hold on until change comes give them your strength to just stand and to stand on your word i give you praise lord i give you praise this morning and for those who are always standing on the gap for our ambassadors our greeters our hosts our prayer warriors our declares for rochelle for natasha for moni for sabrina For Diane, for Denise, for Charina, for Yolandra, for Valicita, for Sister Gloria, for Miss Barbara, for Sonia, for Pretty Patrice, for JC, for Ramona for girlfriend Yvonne, for Dr. Christina Joy, for Beverly and for Bernice and for Angela and for Pastor Kathy LaFleur and for Mother Geraldine and for Lisa Porter, the Walking Word, and for Valerie the Encourager, and for Dondria, and for Pamela Jordan, and for Raven, and for Pamela Mason, and for Leticia, and for Imani, and for Juju, and for Tanya, not Tanya, and Lord, our own very Dion, the Radical Midwife. God, I also lift up our Victorville brothers who stand in the gap, Brother Marcus and Brother Andrew, oh bless Brother Andrew's soul, Brother Jeff and Brother Eric, Brother Sid, Brother Michael, Brother EK Dawson, Pastor Lavelle Jones, Apostle Pierre, Minister Phil Watson, Pastor Daryl Belcher, Brother Nick, Brother Al, Pastor Anderson, Jeff G, our own Moses, who I I miss his sound, and nephew David Woodard, Elder Jonathan. Lord, fill Elder Jonathan up this morning and let him overflow this morning, God. We give you the praise for just declare victory. Every single person on the call, thank you for them. Cover them and keep them. Every husband, every son, every father, every pastor connected to our prayer call. My own pastor, Ricky L. Nutt. Hallelujah. I just, I just lift you up this morning, God. I thank you. God, remind us that we are loved, victors, and before you take your bones off me check your heart posture. If there's areas that you know you need to let go and forgive somebody, do it right now. Because what we want to do is just give God a worship because that's what He deserves. Not asking Him for anything, but thanking Him for everything. So give God your praise this morning. Just thank Him for He is good. Come on and take your phones off mute. You have a praise on your heart because He let you see a new day. He blew His breath in your lungs. So thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him for this day. We don't take it for I'm I'm oh, oh Lord, we praise thank you. Him. We thank, we, God. thank God. God. we Cry God.
0: out deserve victory. He's He's victory. Come on and praise God. the Lord with me. For He is hallelujah. and highly Turn up your say, I I I I'm not
2: going are going to be
0: i Thank you are one of the and that happened and I told him that I'm going to go to the doctor I'm going to get it checked out I'm going to get it fixed and I'm going to get it done and I'm going to
2: get it done and I'm going to get it done and I'm going to get it done and
0: I'm going to get it done and I'm going to get it done and I'm going to 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 we like the bar bar have bar 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 have bar 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 have bar 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 have bar 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 uh, all, the the design, we 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 Sadly, I am the name for You bless You love love You it. love Hallelujah! Thank you, God. in the presence of We are We are blessed. We are
2: blessed. We are We say thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank
2: you. Elder Jonathan, I give you praise and thanks this morning. Thank you, Lord, that disruptions can just become opportunities to get our priorities straight. Lord, I love you and I bless your name. Bless Elder Jonathan as he pours into us and replenish him, God. I thank you. In Jesus' name, Elder Jonathan, the call is in your hand.
3: Hallelujah, Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. I am honored to talk to you all today. It is a wonderful, marvelous miracle expected Wednesday, and I thank God for it. Thank God for all of you that are here at the moment. <coughs> I um. Oh, um, praise the Lord, we're going to make sure that everybody's on mute, thank God, for your recital and your gifts and talent. I, I want to uh, talk with you all today. Um, I need you to find in your imagination, I need you to find in your memory uh, the hardest part about being you. No, oh, that sounds interesting, sir. What are you doing? Um, I need you to look at it. I need you to examine it. I need you to look at it, uh uh put it in the hands of your mind. I need you to to touch it and feel it. I need you to examine it thoroughly. I need you to uh to 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 make sure that you know that it belongs to you. Um I need to encourage you today. I need to encourage you today. For those of you that are wondering, um, my name is Jonathan Robinson out of Richmond, California. Um, And we will be talking about disruption, talking about disruption, the, the ability to change the flow of something or to interrupt the normal structure and flow. Uh, So, uh, if you will, um, the book of John, the book of John, John, John the Revelator, uh, is going to be uh, our base today, the book of John, the book of John. Uh, As we begin to uh, go through this month of of disruption, uh, the first thing I'll say to you all is that although it has such a negative connotation to it, I need you to be okay with disruptions. I need you to go. Thank you, Jesus. I need you to be okay with uh, uh, the place that your life may not seem to go uh, where you thought and or planned. I need I the presence of God today god i need you to be okay with the the plan of God for your life, regardless of who you were are or plan to be. I need you to be comfortable with the move of god uh the plan of God. The power of God, the presence of God, the sustaination of God, the maintaining of His power in your life. In the book of John, in the book of John, um, let's go over to chapter 4. Chapter 4. Now, for those of you that are bible scholars you're probably looking and going oh i know this story i've heard this before uh let me show you a little something so it is in the book of john uh where john uh the apostle uh that was the one to lay on the heart of the master uh to hear the heartbeat of the father because of who he was to jesus the youngest of the of the disciples uh begin to pin and when you begin to look at the book of john the book of john is is for me in my studies it is the evidence of the word of god and the evidence of the love of god it is the evidence of the word of god and it is, is the evidence of the word of god and i believe that the book of john not only takes us uh, into uh, the Acts of the Apostle or or the the other part of the New Testament, but it is the the way that those who were not born of Israel blood get to segue into the things of God. If you read the book of John, um, in our Bibles, the book of John comes right before the book of Acts. And so what happens is the book of John from start to finish tells you the mission of Jesus it it introduces us to the 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 fact that he came to present himself to all those that will believe in him it's John chapter 1 that that the word was formed and fashioned and came that it may be evident to those who did not have access to it. God, thank you. Uh, he, that, that that the Christ, the Christos, the anointed one, uh, did not just come to come and sit here uh, to take pictures and, and to kick cans and hold hands, but he came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Uh, it is evident in the book of John that the presence of the Word of God will produce change. It is evident in the book of John that the Word of God uh, is if, if applied or allowed in will, watch this, disrupt the flow of normalcy. It will disflow, dis- disrupt the flow of, of your everyday day-to-day. It is in the book in John chapter 3 uh where John pins that Jesus has a conversation with a friend a friend who sat on the board uh uh and his name was Nicodemus and the bible uh gives us record that as he's talking to Nicodemus he he tells Nicodemus who he is and how it is that, that you have to accept the things of God and, and that when you understand who God has sent, and he sent me, uh, me being Christ, when he sent me as Jesus, when he sent uh, me Nicodemus, he sent me as an opportunity to those who need a way out. And we know that the famous scripture that we all hopefully can quote is John 3 16, uh, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, message, but that the world through him might be. He that believeth in Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he have no belief in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So, so we we understand that this verse is is the the the, the hinge for some of us, for most of us, of our faith uh it, for all of us for our faith it is the thing that we uh that we are secure in that we believe in the name of the in the name of Jesus so therefore we are saved we we hold on to his name and so i don't find it accidental or coincidental that chapter 4 is brought to us by John. let's We'll walk through chapter 4. So when you begin to look at chapter 4, chapter 4 starts out like this. When the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard about the greater crowds coming to him than John to be baptized and to become his disciples through Jesus himself, though Jesus himself did not baptize them, but his disciples did, he left Judea and return to the providence of Galilee. Pause right there. Let me show you that this will make sense a little later on. So at this particular time, Jesus understood that those that were operating in the place of the Pharisees and the Sadducees and, and the scribes in the in the religious court, they understood uh, that Jesus was gathering a crowd and the bible uh when you begin to study it, it begins to tell us that what was happening was they had now started putting the people John against Jesus they had, they had started counting and, and scoring up and and going well John had this many and Jesus had this many and oh Jesus has this many and John has this many and they begin to turn the people against each other. And Jesus said, I'm not going to give you this this glory. I'm going to leave this region, but I have to go uh, somewhere. I have to go uh, through Samaria. He had to go through Samaria on the way. And around noon, as he approached the village of Sakkah, he came to Jacob's well, located on the parcel of ground Jacob gave to his son Joseph. And jesus was tired from the long walk in the hot sun and sat wearily beside the well really quick let me uh, i promise i'm painting this picture for you uh so what happened is jesus leaves he goes on this walk now the bible makes it known to let us know that he was tired because of the time of day and because of how long the walk is let me help you understand see in that time in order for you to be a jew and me to get to galilee you did not walk through this particular land you didn't walk through this particular area what you would do is you would take a scenic route you would take the other route and you would go the other way because you did not as a jew want anything to do with the samaritans <laughs> You, as 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 a as a Jew of 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 education and, and and knowing all that you know, it it was your job. You did everything in your power not to deal with the group of people called the Samaritans. So Jesus now does the unthinkable thing and walks directly to. The area he walks directly to the place he walks directly to uh, this thing uh, that the Jews didn't want to address. Now let's talk about what was what was so bad about this place. When I began to study, it is it is in my study that I found out that the place of Samaria, uh, uh, the the those that are called the Samaritans, uh, were a mixture of the Jews past and their surroundings Uh, it was they were a mixture of the Jews past and their surroundings they were that god that they they were a mixture of their past the the stuff that the Jews actually wanted to act like never Happened. They they wanted to this part of their life. They wanted to sweep underneath the rug. They wanted to have nothing to do with Samaritans. Uh, When you begin to look at it, uh, they they called them uh, the foolish people, the nonsense people, the people with no nation, no meaning behind their existence. Foolishness and unacceptable. This is what they thought of them. Watch this. When you begin to call them a no-nation people, a people of no nation, that simply means without roots or establishment. Having no seeming inheritance, having no inheritance. They had no conscience. They were uh, unconscious of of, of of their value and and had no desire for proper government they were unable to unite all of this is what the Jews, the Jews thought about uh, the samaritans they did not want to be under proper rule they considered them a downgrade they considered it the place that had no honor the place that lacked value or desire and the jews felt all of this about samaritans now let's go back remember the samaritans was a product of the jews and their surroundings. So everything that you heard me call off, all of this, this, this the, the downgrades and the best, the, the places uh, uh, that the Jews felt about the, the the Samaritans really came from the Jews. And so the Jews felt this way about something that they themselves were originally a part of. You have to be careful that you don't find yourself in the place of holier than thou looking down on people. Do me a favor, check your phone. I need you to understand that you you there's a place that you used to be in. You remember these are the same people the Jews that didn't want God as king, but they looked down on the Samaritans because they they figured that they could not find. Anybody to rule them it was it was it was the Jews who who didn't want to follow the instructions of God who did not find the value in the things of God and so they looked down on the on the Samaritans because of their ways and beliefs so this woman Jesus goes excuse me, Jesus goes to Samaria Samaria in the the city of Sakkar. He's tired. It is, the Bible says, high noon. That means the sun is is at at its peak, and it is the hottest part and portion of the day. Jesus is tired. He's thirsty. He's weary. So he sits down at this place normal place this place that is in the area normal for people to come to of course by it being this time of year it would be be more you know rational to show up at this place this this cooling place this place of living water, this place of, of drinking water, of uh, uh, to show up early part of the day before the sun gets high in the sky. But as Jesus is sitting down, something interesting happens. Uh, while he's sitting weary, there comes one birth out of foolishness. There comes one of the people who makes no sense. There's, there's, there's one from the group of people who were rejected, who, who were looked at as having no meaning, who, who seemed foolish and unacceptable, who had no roots of establishment, who were not conscious. And she was a woman. oh see in that time it it was not um it was not it was it was custom that the woman in that time had uh only to be known as property so not only was she a samaritan which the the jews uh deemed as unworthy and watch this even to the point that they thought so much less of them that they put them in their own category. What do you mean? They were Jews, Gentiles, and then there was a ugh, Samaritan. <laughs> there were Jews who were thought to be high and set upon uh pedestals, and then there were Gentiles, and y'all just, ugh, y'all just, ugh. Okay, I I guess y'all, y'all just wild and crazy. Y'all just just stay over there. Don't come over here. And then there was Samaritans. I tell you what, why don't we put y'all in the ghettos and y'all just stay in y'all own area. Don't, no, no, don't come over here to us for anything. Don't shop with us. Don't talk to us. Don't even look our direction because you are beneath. So could you imagine, in this time period, being a second-class citizen and a Samaritan, being the ugh of society? The Bible says that Jesus is sitting here tired and weary, and he sits down. As he sits down, the second-class ough walks up. And as she walks up, Jesus looks at her and says to her, And I
1: have
3: a drink. Can you give me some water? Now, when you begin to read, you can tell that there was a certain mindset that this woman had. Because the next thing out of her mouth is, I'm a Jew. Excuse me, you're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan. You aren't even supposed to talk to me. You're not supposed to have conversation. We're not supposed to even have dealings with each other. See, let's remember that this was 12 noon. The sun is at its peak. it's its hottest in the time of the day. Well, I told you that this was a very known well, and, and that it was normal for you to go to the well, but not at this time of the day. See, not only was this a Samaritan, ugh, but it was a woman, ugh, second class, and she was a very well-known woman. Oh, my goodness, she gave She was a Samaritan, ugh, a woman, second class, and a very well-known Woman, see this woman could not show up at the well with the other women because it is it is believed it is studied that this woman more than likely had dealings with the husbands of these other women. This woman uh, probably uh, knew all of the men in the village biblically. And they knew this woman because of her past. They knew this woman because of of who she was. They knew this woman because of her normal day-to-day life. So again, could you imagine all that this woman had on top of her? all of the the downgrades and the disgrades that she had connected to who she was. From the fact of being a Samaritan where the rest of society already said, ugh, to being a woman where the majority of society or the, 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 the dominant part of society looked at you as property. So the portion... That the, the, your current place, your local society didn't want anything to do with you because of who you were. Sits down, comes to the well, and Jesus says, can I have some water? And in her disbelief, in her surprise, this man, this rabbi, is talking to me, this Jewish man of elite status uh is talking to me. Uh th- th- Why are you talking to me? Because I've come to disrupt your normal flow of life. I've come to disrupt what it looks like. I've come to disrupt everything that you have known up until this point. I've come to put a disruption in your regularly scheduled program. The Bible says, She now goes back and forth with Jesus. Why would you ask me for water? Why would you ask me for water? Do you, in in essence, what she began to say, do you even know who I am? (laughs) Oh, do you know who I am? Don't you understand I am? Don't you understand that I'm second class? Excuse me. Don't you understand that I have a reputation? Jesus said, you're talking about your stuff, your reputation. But sweetie, if you knew who I was, you'd ask me for the water. He begins to paint out the picture to her. And he paints it and he begins to talk to her. But he then triggers something. She asked him for water. He says to her, uh, give me some water. And she said, you don't even have the tools you need to get water. Jesus then begins after she asks him, do you know who I am? He begins to tell her something. He says to her, I want you to know that uh, if you ask me for water, I'll give you water and you'll never thirst again. You'll never thirst again. And I believe here Jesus is talking to not just her physical, but he's talking to the uh. He's talking to the second class citizen. He's talking to the uh, Shug part of her. He's talking to the part of her that had an attention thirst oh less yeah she 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 lacked the attention that she needed she he was talking to the portion of her that lacked the understanding of who she was. You know the Bible says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. She lacked the the understanding of the value that she was. She lacked the understanding of of, of the, the posture that she could hold. She lacked the understanding that she was not foolishness. She lacked the understanding that there was meaning behind who she was. She lacked the understanding. She thirsted for the place of understanding. She thirsted for the place of attention. She thirsted for those places in her social life where she would be filled. Because remember who she was. Remember her status. And so Jesus now tells and taps that little part of her. He taps the little girl of her that that understands who or or physically knows who she is and who she was. He taps the part of her that, that, that speaks to her every day. He now speaks to the thing that speaks to her every day. He now interrupts, disrupts her normal flow. He tells her, I'll give you the water that you need and you'll never thirst again. I'll give you the water that'll cause you to live on the inside. And I'll give you the water that'll cause your mind to change about who you are. Because you'll have my mind and and my mind be in you, which was given to me by the Father. And you'll understand that the Father will sit close to you. You'll understand that in your place of worship and hands lifted, that you can come to the Father. He wants to embrace you and understand that, yes, that those are the things, the names, the the associations attached to you, but that's not who you are. And then she says, well, as a matter of fact, Who do you think you are? Do you think you're greater than Jacob, the one that gave us the well of water? And at the same time, you said you want me to be able to worship. Well, y'all say as Jews that we can't come to where you worship. And y'all have set the place over there, and say that if we worship anywhere else, that that's not real worship. And Jesus says to her, "Sweetie, let me let me give you an insight of something. I'm trying to. I'm giving you water even now. That even though that that's what the times were saying, I am." the time changer. I am the one who puts time in place. I employ time. So there is time that is coming. As a matter of fact, it's here where where you worship won't be the problem, but you'll be able to worship God anywhere. You'll be able to tap into him anywhere. You'll be able to lift your hands anywhere. You'll be able to experience him anywhere. You will be able to because of the water that's given to you. Then he says, "I want you to do me a favor. I don't want to talk to you and and be disrespectful to 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 that which you know. I don't want to just be disrespectful in a sense. So go get your husband, so we can make sure we're doing this thing right. Uh oh. So now the thing that was hidden." The thing that nobody else talked about, Jesus now says, Go get the things that makes you secure. I have no security. He said, You're right. Not only that's a good way to say you don't have security, but the security you with ain't even your security. The Bible says that the woman looks at him and goes, Oh my. You must be a prophet. And Jesus begins to untangle the mindset of this woman and begins to let her know that I'm not just a prophet. The woman begins to talk about well, when the right time comes, Messiah will come we'll we'll be able to fix it and he'll fix it and he tells to her, I am. See, he he now steps back into eternity at the moment. See, up until this point, Jesus has talked about his divinity. He, he's talked from his humanity. But then she begins to question about the Messiah, and he says then he steps out of time and into his divinity, and he says simply, I am. Well you remember it was the same words that, that was given to Moses as a name. Hallelujah. Uh, when he when when he said, Well, well, you want me to go talk to the to the Israelites, you want me to talk to the elders, who am I to say sit me? They're they they they're looking for specific things. To, they're looking for somebody specific to say that they that I talked to. Who is my authority? I am. That I am. Ayah, a shah. Hey, Sent <laughs> me. And I can imagine that this 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 uh, in her in her in her second classness and in her society that has pushed her off, her, her ostracized self, begin to say, Oh my, that something on the inside passed. Her, 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 her normal flow began to wake up. That eternity began to speak to the eternity in her. Uh, that the, the breath that I breathe through the nostrils, the part of me that I breathe into the nostrils begin to talk on the inside and it began to come alive. The Bible says that the disciples showed up at this moment that this woman goes off, watch this, watch this, watch this, runs back into town and starts revival. Starts revival. Now remember I told y'all that at the beginning of this, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, the religious sect, The religious group started with trying to turn John and Jesus against each other and and keeping count. Well, watch this. John chapter 4. thirty nine Pauls let me remind you that the Jews did not think highly of the Samaritans. And so when Jesus is sitting at the well talking to this woman, his disciples pull up. The Bible says although they did not say it their thoughts were on their face. Ugh! How is he talking to that? Not even a person of of now. Not a, of, but but a that. And so the disciples begin to say stuff like, "Maybe he's hungry." You're delusional. You need to eat. And Jesus says, "You you're trying to push me to eat, but you don't even understand my nourishment." You don't understand that I'm nourished by the things that the Father has given me to do. I've come to cause his thing, his plan, his, his idea to succeed. And then he says to them, do you even realize that the field is ready for harvest? That, that the, the very thing that you have turned your nose up with is the very place of hunger, And thirst. Watch this verse 39. Many from the Samaritan village believed he was the Messiah because of the woman's report. He told me everything I ever did. When they came out to see him at the well, they begged him to stay at their village, and he did for two days, long enough for many of them to believe in him after hearing him then they said to the woman now we believe because he have excuse me we have heard him ourselves not just because of what you told us he is indeed the savior of the world keep score of that jesus now shows the Pharisees what he's really here to do. They have a choice to accept the disruption of God or reject it. You have a choice, beloved, to accept the moving of God in your life or reject it. But watch this. Be careful when you push away the disruption of God. I'll say that again. Be careful when you push away the disruption of God. Because if you hold on to the thing that God is trying to disrupt, it will heal you prematurely. It will cause death to come to your house, watch this, either physically, emotionally, mentally, financially. There will be no growth. There will be no development. Talking about the disruption of the father. Remember, I told you, he spoke to the thing that was her norm. It was normal for her to feel the place of rejection. It was normal for her to feel the place of unworthiness. It was normal for her. Put yourself in the mix. What was your norm? What is your norm? And does it line up with who God is? Does it line up with him as God the Father? God the sovereign ruler? God the keeper? God the creator? I do pray that there was something said heard today that pricked your heart my prayer is that you can find yourself in this story find yourself with your normal life being disrupted by the flow and plan of Christ for your life that the word of god would disrupt your very every day motion father i pray now asking you to show us us father i say this uh For those that can hear me, show me me. You can't say that right now. Don't, Don't take yourself off mute just yet. Just say, Father, show me me. God, show us the part of ourselves that needs to be disrupted. Show us our mindsets that don't fall in line with your word that don't that are contrary to your word and your belief and faith in us, show us the place where we have to tap out of cells and into you. show us the place God where we can no longer pull from the well of old but pull from the living water of Christ. show us God show us God. Show us, mirror in front of us, God. God, the water that is living, let us see our reflection in it. And then, God, where where it is needed, where we need to loose and release some things, I pray that you would show us how to do it. God, give us strategy. Give us the understanding. Give us outlook, inside, outside on how to do what needs to be done wholeheartedly. Father, we commit ourselves to you. Give us the well experience that not only our lives are change, but those that whose ear we have will change. And, God, we'll expect you in the name of Jesus. We are encouraged by your word, living, breathing, and flowing in Jesus' name amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. If you have not had the chance to say good morning and would like to, let's open it up first to those that are new. If you're new or don't really get to say good morning, let's go ahead and say good morning. All right. Well, if you did not get a chance this morning to say good morning, go ahead and unmute your phone and begin just saying good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's
1: sunshine. Good
3: morning. Good morning. Good
0: morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's pretty trees. Good morning. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning. This is Good morning. Good morning.
0: It's Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Denise.
1: Good morning. Good morning, Elder Elder Jonathan. This Moxie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, is beloved vibe. God bless everyone this Wednesday morning. Good morning.
2: God bless you. Good morning, it's Patsy.
0: Good morning. Good morning,
1: Good morning. it's Cassandra. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning,
0: Good morning Monica
3: morning.
1: Good morning, Elder Jonathan Powell declaration. This is PR. Thank you so much.
3: Good morning to God
1: be praised. Good morning. This is Kedra. Happy Wednesday, people. Good morning. Hey, let me tell you mm-hmm. something. Good morning, sir. Aye.
3: Good morning. Uh...
2: <laughs> Wax on. Wax off. good morning good morning John this is Tanya not Tanya listen can't nobody say uh oh like you I wanted to bend in half what an amazing uh, declaration this morning I so enjoy how you enjoy the word I could tell that the Lord is even ministering to you uh, as you give us um, as you feed us it was a great great word I really enjoyed you. thank you sir uh oh, for me before I hang before I go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: good morning, good morning. <laughs> uh oh, uh
2: uh oh. All right,
0: well,
3: let's open hey, the
2: Hey, how you doing? Hey, it's Didi. I'm over here cracking up at you too, and Because you pretty much was just said hood. I re- I can relate to all of it. Samaritan people and being from the hood and second class. yeah. Awesome, awesome. Hiya. Hiya, hiya, hiya. hi-ya oh hi-ya, hiya. sir. Hi-ya. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Good morning, Jonathan. It's Miranda. Thank you.
3: Good morning. Good morning. All right. Well, let's open up the floor. I heard somebody take a deep breath in. Was you saying good morning? Go ahead and say good morning. All right. Well, let's uh, let's open the floor. Um, um, let's open the floor. Comments, thoughts. Do you see you?
1: How do you talk to me? Hey, elder. Did you just say Jesus walked into the mix and the mixed up, the messed up down there, mm-hmm. International, uh, down there, North Richmond? Did you say mm-hmm. that he walked into the places where nobody mm-hmm. would go mm-hmm. to be who he was, to save, mm-hmm. heal, deliver, make free? Make free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and here's, here's the crazy part. Here, here's the other part, though.
3: Not only did people not want that, but remember, here, here we go, and this is where we have to be careful. But the Samaritans did not choose to be there. Mm. It was not there. They, they, they were a product of the Jews and their disobedience. And the Jews wanted to sweep them under the rug. So the very issues that the Jews talk to uh, or talk to each other about is the same issues that the Samaritan had, but the only reason, God, I thank you, the only reason the Samaritans had the issues that they had is because they inherited it from the Jews.
1: Right. As you begin to talk about that, we always look at, the places, you know how we say down there, under there, you know, over there, don't go there. Those places. Mm-hmm. How he came to disrupt our mentality, our stinking thinking as food. We can't go around them when they're products of us. Yeah. That just have lost their way. To God be the glory. Grace Share, man. Oh my God. Grace Share. Let, let me go on. <laughs> you. Love you let
0: you do well,
3: all right, it is I well, you got something to do. Hello? All right. Well, if there is none other, turn it over to Jesus. Turn it over to Jesus, um, and 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 after all of that, I need you to see the mindset change. Again, I I started out with saying I I need you not to be uh ap- uh, uh uh what's the word um. Don't be scared, I'll say it that way. Don't be scared about the disruption of God. Uh, because oh God bless you. I hope you get a lozenge. Um because of of the disruption of God, I, I I need you to understand that God looks at us not at where we are, but in two places. Where we were and where we are to him. How do you say that? When I say where we were, your mind automatically goes to where you were when you did what you did. No, ma'am, no, sir. When I say where you were, I am talking about the place of eternity. See, in Jeremiah, he said, before your mother and your father got together, you was a thought on my head. Before they knew you, I already thought about you. So where you were and where you are, Where he sees where you are is completely from where you were and where you are in your head. See, he sees you as complete. He sees you as victorious. He sees you as well water. He sees you as living water. He sees you as his thoughts, his designs, his purpose, which means, hear me, somebody. Because of how he sees you, your stuff has no power, nor does it have presence. So I need for you to be encouraged. I'm going to try to say it one more time. Anybody? Anything, comments, questions, concerns? All right. I can hear hear you. Can you
2: you go back a little bit? Because we know they were a byproduct of Samaritan's. I think that part is so overlooked, right? How they didn't ask to be none of that, but get, got treated like, ugh, like you said, ugh. I, keep, I know from ugh, you know what I'm saying? People that didn't have to be here, but they were born into stuff and, and were treated like they were less than. That That did something to me. Oh my God, oh my God.
3: And so sometimes what we do, and this is, and this is where we have to be careful as believers so we don't slip into the place of Pharisees. Um remember that okay, first of all, the route that Jesus took was not the normal route. That's the one thing. But everything that the Jews disliked about the Pharisees, I mean, excuse me, what the Pharisees talk, John. What the Jews disliked about the Samaritans, when you go back in Scripture and look at what they did, part of the reason the, the the Samaritans showed up is because the Jews were in a place of disobedience, they were serving other gods, they were doing all kinds of, excuse me, damnable things, hellacious things. And they had gotten to the point that God had given them over to the people that would capture them. And instead of them holding on to God, they adapted to the situation around them. They adopted the situation around them. They began to take on the, the, the mindset of the the Assyrians. They began to take on the mindset of them around them. So that meant that their worship now became impure. That everything about what they did became impure. And so part of the reason that the Jews wanted to be like this is because they wanted to make it seem like it never happened. Y'all get to the place where you are so free that you can tell your real testimony. You might not have to tell it to everybody, but there is, watch this. This woman, this ich second class, society ostracized, goes in, and because she probably had, they knew her voice, so she probably had to go and talk to the people who she had dealt with, and after she talked to them, they then talk to their family. And then after they talk to their family, they then now turn and go and go see about this man that she's talking about. Watch this. After she after she makes the initial run, the entire area is disrupted by the normality of what it used to be. And they come into the knowledge. And accept the Bible says that he stayed, and more of them accepted the fact that he was the Messiah. Wait a minute. In order for them to accept the fact that he was the Messiah, calm down, sir. Let me show you something. In biblical times, especially what we would call the New Testament, in the time of John, um, uh, Matthew to John, whenever Jesus did a miracle, Whenever Jesus was accepted in a region, it was because somebody was looking for the Messiah wholeheartedly. When you study Isaiah, and this, this, is, this is Jonathan, this is Jonathan. When you study Isaiah, Isaiah was called the Eagle of Prophet. Isaiah at some point would have to be considered a false prophet because he prophesied about what the Messiah would do. He told them what the Messiah would look like. When I say what he would look like, I mean what he would, what his characteristics would be. What would he do in the public? And those who received healings had to understand one way or another what the Messiah would look like according to Isaiah. So this whole region now accepts, the Bible says that they accepts him as the Messiah. The woman tells Jesus when the Messiah gets here, he'll straighten it all out. He then looks at her and says, I'm that one. So because she understood the fact that there was, that there was a Messiah coming, Leaves me to believe that there was some portion that she understood that God had a plan for her. That only the one that is anointed by God could change this circumstance. When you do the math, it all equals God is great. <laughs> it
1: equals
3: God is still in control, no matter the circumstance, the situation, what it looks like, what it feels like. God is God. If you you heard me uh, from time to time, I, I say this, I, I, I say it like this. God as the creator, God as my father, and God as a sovereign king. As a creator, I know he created the earth, and the earth belongs to him. As my father, I can go to him and he's my provision. As a sovereign king, I am a servant. And because I am a servant, I have access to what I need in the moment. All right. Anybody, questions, comments, concerns?
0: Ah.
3: Hallelujah. Well, to God be praised um i would that you all would be encouraged um that you would see where the Messiah is promised. go look up what he was what he what the what the promise of the anointed one is, and then apply it to your life wherever you need him to be you apply him there um I want to bid you all. A happy day, wonderful day. Remember, today is Wednesday. I believe it is our fast day, and we 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 meet back here at five o'clock. Uh, the same number you dialed in is the number for for prayer, um, or you can dial that number in, I believe on Zoom. And is that we all? All right. Well, happy New Year, y'all. Y'all have a good one.
1: I bless woman, you, friends. Have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory. Bless you. God
2: bless you, victory God,
1: bless. God bless you. God bless you.
2: God bless you all.
1: Victory is
2: mine. God
0: bless. This is on your day. Goodbye. I get it to go to war.
2: Bye-bye. We love you. I
1: love you too. (laughs) I know, girlfriend. I know. Have a good good day. day. Have a good day, sweet love. Have a good day,